This is All India Radio. In the program Spotlight, we now bring you a discussion on significance of Prime Minister's visit to the United States of America. The participants are Navtej Sarna, former diplomat, and Manas Pratim Bhuyan, journalist. Ambassador Sarna, the Prime Minister of India, Mr. Narendra Modi, he is on a visit to U.S. currently. It's a very, very important visit, both from the perspective of bilateral engagement between India and U.S., and he will make a very crucial speech in UN General Assembly. How do you see Mr. Modi's week-long overall visit to USO? Well, as you rightly said, I think it's a very important visit by the Prime Minister. He has, of course, been to the United States several times before as Prime Minister now, and the last time was in June 2017, which was the first time he actually had a personal interaction with President Trump and that was a very successful visit although it was much shorter, it was just over 24-25 hours. This time of course the visit has got several aspects to it. First of all there is the bilateral aspect in which he's going to be not only having a bilateral meeting with President Trump uh, later in the week but he's actually going to be addressing this mammoth event of the Indian American community and President Trump is going to be sharing the stage with him and this is quite an unprecedented aspect. So the two leaders will have sufficient opportunity to discuss everything that they would like. There would be a great opportunity to bond further, to build upon their personal understanding of not only each other but also their positions on global events. And the third aspect is the multilateral aspect when he moves to New York. And there he addresses the UN General Assembly. He has not done that since 2014. And not only will he be addressing the General Assembly, he will also be addressing certain other plurilateral events, including one on climate action, including one on terrorism and one on health. And this will also be an opportunity to meet several other leaders on a bilateral basis. As you said, in fact, it will be a very historic visit. India and U.S. ties were on a higher trajectory before it hit some rough patches early this year, in fact, when U.S. withdrew the trade concessions under generalized system of preferences program for exports from India. So do you think this visit will also, in a way, help in bridging the gap in trade relations between the two countries? This has been a sticking point for the last several months. Both sides have been in talks to resolve the issues. Do you think, Ambassador Sarna, that there is this opportunity for both the countries to resolve the issue relating to trade? Well, you know, trade is one aspect of the entire very broad strategic partnership that we have today with the United States. And as you rightly said, the relationship has been on an upward growth over the last two and a half years, almost now getting to be three years since we've had President Trump in office. There has been tremendous growth in our strategic aspects in defense dealing, in security cooperation, in counterterrorism, and several other areas. Trade also has been growing. Today, India-U.S. trade is about $142 billion, which is a huge lot more than what it used to be 15, 20 years ago. When you remember, it was described by one observer as trade is as flat as a chapati. But today, the trade is growing quite right that it has hit certain trade problems. But, you know, once you have trade between two countries, there are trade problems. And these are not very new, except that the Trump administration has been treating them or given them a very high priority. I think since the two leaders met 
at the G7 a few weeks ago. Officials are already working on ways and means to resolve these problems. I'm not sure whether you would actually see a deal during this visit, but it's quite likely that this visit will give an impetus to resolving those problems. Do you also think that a trade deal between the two countries to resolve the outstanding issues will also help India and U.S. strengthening their political ties, basically, because the world is facing a number of very, very challenging issues, including situation in Indo-Pacific. But do you think a trade deal will help both the countries strengthen political and strategic ties? Well, I think we already have very good ties on the political strategic front. And trade issues should be treated as a subset of this rather large relationship. Of course, if we have no issues on which we differ, then obviously the relationship becomes smoother. So I'm sure that in due course, we will find a resolution to these matters. Prime Minister Modi and President Trump, they met on the sidelines of the G7 in France. They're meeting again, in fact, in three days' time, there'll be a bilateral meeting as scheduled. So how do you see this meeting actually? What kind of focus you see from this meeting? Both sides will try to resolve trade issues or what will be kind of agenda for the meeting? It's difficult to prejudge what the two leaders will talk about, but I think it would be a fair guess to say that trade will only form a small part of the conversation. Of course, you know, it does matter that we increase our trade. It does matter that we increase our mutual investments. Now, for instance, in Houston, Prime Minister Modi has already met several CEOs of energy companies. And in New York, he's going to meet 40 CEOs of very important companies. All parts of American industry will be represented there. So naturally, this will be an important part. But I think when the two leaders meet, they will try to take their discussions at a much wider level to see what are the problems facing the world, to see what are the ways in which India and the U.S. can work together to strengthen peace, to have better cooperation in different areas, to strengthen not only their bilateral relationship, but how the bilateral relationship can help make the world a better place. So I think they will be looking at things at a much wider scale. So this meeting is also taking place at a time when there has been escalating tension between India and Pakistan in the wake of India's decision to withdraw a special status of Jammu and Kashmir and bifurcate the state into two Indian territories. So do you think this meeting will also discuss the issue between India and Pakistan? I don't think the issue of Article 370 or a mediation is on the cards at all. I think Prime Minister Modi has made his position very clear in the G7 meeting in Biarritz in France, and he has made it very clear that there is no place of third-party mediation on India-Pakistan issues. It has also been made clear that Article 370 and its withdrawal is an internal issue of India and there is no scope for any external interference on this matter. So as you said, President Trump going to today's event in Houston is an unprecedented kind of a gesture by the U.S. president. What do you make of it actually, in fact? President Trump going to an event being organized by the Indian community, 50,000 people have already registered. Do you also think that this will be much bigger than the Madison Square event in 2014? A lot of people are making comparisons. How do you see the significance of the event, President Trump going there, and the number of people attending the event? I think the two events are qualitatively different. And quantitatively, this is much bigger than the New York event of 2014 or the event at San Jose in California. This is a much bigger event. 50,000 is a huge number. I am not sure of this, but I have read somewhere that this is the biggest crowd 
that has gathered for a leader except for the Pope. So that's one thing. The second, when Prime Minister Modi went in 2014 to the Madison Square Gardens, he had just come into power. But now when he goes into his second term, so there is a different kind of experiences that he can share, a different kind of position that he will be speaking from. And there we did not have the President of the United States present. This time we do have the President of the United States present. President of the United States does not go very easily and share the stage with another foreign leader at a community event. So it is quite unprecedented. And I think it shows not only the growing strength, the growing political importance of the Indian American community, it also shows the President of the United States is investing himself personally into the India-United States relationship in a very strong manner. So coming to the end of the crucial issue, uh, the situation in Indo-Pacific region, the U.S. has been very concerned about growing Chinese influence in Indo-Pacific. U.S. has been pushing for a greater role by India in the Indo-Pacific region. We had this quadrilateral arrangement among four countries, U.S., Australia, India, and Japan. So how do you see the situation unfolding there? China has again been trying to flex its muscle. Do you think U.S. and India would just look for deepening of ties in the Indo-Pacific region to check China's growing influence? Well, you know, the Indo-Pacific vision that was rolled out by President Trump's administration almost two years ago now has places India very much as the linchpin of their Indo-Pacific. You know, they call it as a democracy. India and the United States are seen as two bookends of the Indo-Pacific, right from the western coast of the United States to the western coast of India. And for us, actually, it goes on to the eastern coast of Africa. So this is a huge swathe of territory. This is where you see the future of the world's economy is going to be focused. The area is important for global trade, for global energy, for global energy routes. So when we are part of the entire Indo-Pacific vision, I think we share that vision. We share the fact that the sea lanes must be kept free of interference. We share the fact that navigation should be free and unhindered. Uh, we are not in favor of militarization of the area which encroaches upon sovereignty of others. So India has a huge role to play. But India has also spelt out its own vision as the Prime Minister did at Shangri-La some months ago now. And there we have underlined the fact that our approach is an inclusive. Anybody who is willing to play by the rules should be part of the development of the Indo-Pacific. We have also underlined that the ASEAN countries must have centrality. So I think once you have these basic principles, and here we can work together with the United States, there is tremendous potential for India and the United States to work together in the countries of the Indo-Pacific and build up connectivity projects, build up economic projects, and build up infrastructure in a way that does not jeopardize the sovereignty or the independence of these countries. And this is something these countries have been wary of from the experience of China building its uh, OBOR, One Belt, One Road project. Very often, they have been done on very non-transparent basis. They have put endangered the sovereignty of these countries. So India and United States have an opportunity to provide an alternative mode of development. 
Sir, talking about energy cooperation in the wake of the attacks on Saudi oil installations and several other issues, India is now looking at U.S. as a source of energy requirement. So, in today's meeting with uh, CEOs of oil companies in U.S., this aspect was very clearly spelled out by the Prime Minister. So, how do you see U.S. as a potential energy supplier for India? Well, it's not potential any longer because now we have been importing oil and natural gas from the United States. They say he's an actual supplier, about four, four and a half billion dollars worth per year has been imported. And I think this is something which this present meeting that you talk about with 17 CEOs of energy companies that the Prime Minister has held, I think this is to underline the fact that we have a good energy relationship already and there is a potential for mutual investments, not just buying energy, but actually companies from both sides investing in each other's facilities to build it up together. I think an agreement has also been signed by Teleron and Petronet in which the Indian companies would have investment into building LNG terminals there and therefore getting a commitment of buying a certain amount of LNG every year. So this one aspect of energy, India is an energy-hungry country. We are going to need all the energy we can get in the years to come. So this will be one more so. Thank you, Ambassador Sadler. Thank you so much. You were listening to a discussion on significance of Prime Minister's visit to United States of America. The participants were Navtej Sarna, former diplomat, and Manas Pratim Bhuyan, journalist. This program was produced and presented by the News Services Division of All India Radio. This program is also available on our website, newsonair.com. You may email your opinion about this program at airnsdtalks at gmail.com.